Coming up next on Rugby Wrap-Up, ARC. Rugby Wrap-Up brought to you in part by Irish Rugby Tours, the Rugby Tours people. A balanced palate, nutrition for peak performance. AFIA Sports Training Group and Big & Whistle on West 36th Street, the world's best rugby club. Hey everybody, welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy and Steve Lewis, not at the Fantasy Sports Network studio, but at our second home, the Pig & Whistle, the world's best rugby pub in New York City. And Stephen, we've been here a few times. We have, both uh, professionally and socially. That's right, and it's always networking, whether it's social or, or uh, business, Stephen. But uh, we got a lot of rugby to cover. Uh, we've got a separate MLR segment, so we're gonna talk the ARCs right now. I know that you had the pleasure of being in the booth for the USA visiting uh, the Argentine 15s. Not exactly a great match. No, um, something of a meltdown in Marabunta. 45-14 uh, was the final score. It was 45 zip with about four minutes to go. So this was a real um, shocker. It's a good old fashioned spanking, as they say, for the Eagles, but better now than later. And um, you know, if you're gonna have issues to address you need to know what they are and you need to have time to address them and so Gary Gold and Eagles coaching staff certainly have the time and the games to address them. All right so one of the ugliest or worst moments in that match was the Paul Asique reaction to his foot being held by the Argentine player but it was already 21 zip. Yeah, so they raced out to an early lead. It's 14-0 within about five minutes. Uh, got a third try, 21-0, and then the red card for Lusique. So they, they eventually, you know, that put them under the cosh even further. Uh, it's a difficult deficit to come back with, with a full complement of players, but with 14, very tricky. But um, no question it was a red card. Um, you know, a stomp to the um, upper, upper back, neck, sufficiently close to the head. So no complaints about the red from my perspective. Which you um, called accurately immediately on camera. Yep, I do feel, however, I mean, he was provoked. Um, the Argentine player was culpable. He should have got a yellow for his actions, which initiated the situation, but certainly an unfortunate reaction from the big man that will not help him or the Harlequins uh, in the next couple of weeks. It'll yeah. be interesting to see the, um, the length of suspension. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, it was tough to watch that, but it was also, there were a lot of things tough to watch about that match from a coaching perspective. What did you see that surprised you in, in a lack of? Yeah, I mean, I, I think there were some defensive, defensive deficiencies, obviously, particularly down the right flank. The uh, Argentines and good players, Dominguez and uh, Carreras at fullback, but they, they seemed to make hay on that right-hand side of the Eagles defense. There were some tackle technique issues, some spacing issues. Um, I also felt the Eagles kicking game wasn't as good as it normally is. All right. Uh, McGinty and McGee are both good kickers and Sean Davis. Um, it wasn't as accurate this week and the kick chase was somewhat lethargic, which um, affected it. So th those, those were the, um, the downsides and those are things that can be addressed. Defense in particular will be addressed because um, we're get, getting you know, further help on the coaching side. Jacques Fury is a former Springbok, is coming in on secondment from World Rugby as right. a defensive coach um, as of next week and throughout the World Cup. So, so that, that'll help. Um, never, you know, another two eyes, another, another uh, expert brain will, will certainly help them. There are fixable aspects of this, and maybe, you know, some teams have a bad day. Players have a bad day. Teams have a bad day. You could write this one off. Maybe add in the heat. I mean, there are some excuses, 
But ultimately, it's a third side for the nation of Argentina. And this is the World Cup year. So maybe it was a wake-up call for Team USA. Yeah, no question it's a wake-up call, right? Been on a good run, well-deserved good run, but all good things come to an end, and, and this was the one they got the sucker punch early and, and couldn't recover from. Um, with regard to Argentina, you, you're looking at a, you know, a strong rugby nation. Um, I think you're correct in suggesting that this is it's not their test side and it's not the Jaguars. Those guys are all away. Um, but there's a lot of talent there. They did have three fully capped humans, but. That's yeah. three against 23. So, so I think this is, uh, any way you quote it, this is a disappointing performance. It's not the end of the world. It's just um, a, bad, a bad day at the office, a very bad day at the office. Yeah. Uh, the other matches, uh, rough, rough going for Canada. Yeah, so on the Friday night, you had um, Uruguay with a sort of uh, expected uh, victory over Chile, 20 to 5, so that went to form. Um, the third game, Brazil-Canada, you're absolutely right. I mean, that, that is as poor as I've seen Canada in some time. And, f and follow up of the poor performance the week before. Yeah, so well, the week before they lost narrowly, last 60 seconds. This one they started very brightly. Kieran Hearn, veteran um, fullback, or late change to fullback, he was starting at centre. Scores a good try, I think they go up 7-0 or 10-0. Um, but then you saw what quickly became the, um, you know, the, the tail of the game, which was a um, ridiculously strong Brazilian yeah. scrum. Um, dominating, extracting penalties, and then Josh Reeves, who is playing for the Utah Warriors at fly half, left-footed um, pivot. He kicked pretty well. I think he was six from eight on the night, but he kicked six penalties. So they scrum and they kick and they scrum and they kick. Yeah. And they don't do much else. Yeah. But if it's a winning formula, stick to it. Don't so fix something that ain't broke. Correct. So Brazil, great performance for them. Got a really impressive victory for Canada. Back to the drawing board. Yeah, and you know, um, I, you know, we had Dan Moore, who was the captain for the Arrows last week, uh, on the show, and we we asked him about the, the the players that are missing from the Arrows. There's seven seven national players that are going to be coming back to the Arrows, but Canada's in a rough shot, rough rough space, rough space. Even you know, we had that we had a shocking look, wake up call for us this weekend, Team USA, but Canada, two losses in a row that. A lot of people might have picked them to win. Yeah, they, they've, they've got to be struggling now. And, and they, they just got the confidence back. You know, they went to the repechage, they got some wins, they qualified for the World Cup, which is vastly significant in terms of funding, right, from World Rugby. So it's important they did that. But now they've kind of slipped again. I mean, losses to Uruguay and uh, yeah. Brazil. You know, now they, they've got to play the US, who are smart, and they've got to play in Argentina 15. And um, who else are going to play? Chile. 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 Yes. Chile. All right. So, tricky times up north. Yes. I just was very happy to hear a Scotsman say repechage. And on that note, Matt McCarthy and Steve Lewis at the world's best rugby pub, the Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street in New York City, signing off.